0: Hey, I know, I'll use my trusty frying pan as a drying pan!
1: Hello everyone, welcome to Out of the Drying Pan, a Pokemon this series podcast, where each week we discuss two episodes from the Pokemon anime and whatever else comes to our minds. Also, just a quick reminder: we are an E for Explicit podcast, so listener discretion is advised. And I'm your host, Jacob, and I'm here with my other co-host, Austin.
0: Okay, everyone, we're going to start recording in three, two, one, go. All right, I restart. Everyone ready? No, no, no! no I swear <laughs> to God, <laughs> we had a lot of false starts today. Austin. Yep,
1: a lot of a lot of flags on our plays lately. Oh goodness! Oh, that's our that's our other. Let's go on to our other co-host, Alex. How you doing, Alex?
2: I'm okay. You know what, saying that reminded me of Reggie Gigas and its its secret ability or whatever. What is it? Slow start where it can't get going or something mm. like that. Poor thing.
1: That sounds like my ability. Slow start t- has oh, trouble getting oh, going. Oh, poor
0: Leslie.
1: I know. <laughs> 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 but once you, once you, what once
0: I get going, I'm good to go. <laughs> uh, okay. Slow. <laughs> yeah, I have the opposite problem where <laughs> I come in real hot oh and then gosh. after a while i'll get bored it just goes all over the place <laughs> no <laughs> well i mean yeah but no that's not what i meant <laughs>
1: y'all
0: okay this is the e for explicit pokemon podcast yep. i'm so sorry
1: turns out austin's not a straight shooter i'm like an actor
2: whoa <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh goodness that was a
2: tragic event
1: that was feel awful for everybody involved be careful everyone you guys ready to move on to the week talk segment
0: no, we're going to talk about gun safety now. We can. Now, <laughs>
1: regulation... Okay, no, I'm done.
0: Yeah, I'm going to be interesting to see what comes out of that. Nothing at whatsoever.
1: That's true. Probably nothing. Let's keep steamrolling here to our Week Talk okay. segment. And we spell that W-E-A-K because we usually don't have much to say. And we'll start off with Austin
0: this week. Um, um, We're recording this on Halloween. I've watched every single Freddy and Jason movie in the past month. Wow. Yeah, we, we watched a bunch of weird shit. Um, we went to... At leslie's mom's house. Um we had some people over at my apartment too. Um Halloween. Ooh, spooky. Next. <laughs> oh my god. Favorite Halloween
1: movie? Halloween. All right. Mine's Halloween 2. Alex.
2: Wait, Halloween 2 or Halloween also?
1: Halloween also. Sorry.
2: Okay. Just to clarify cuz there's several movies. Yeah, I feel like my week was much the same. We had their little get together at Austin's house and then Leslie's mom graciously had a bunch of people over which I also attended and it was fun I don't know personally for me I feel like it doesn't it doesn't feel very Halloweeny time maybe it's just because my particular neighborhood there's like no decorations up or anything it doesn't feel very like festive at all I think people are just pretty much over it but I appreciate the effort of the people that did try to make it festive
0: you almost succeeded get us in the spirit good try good try Everyone listening to this, it comes out on November 13th, so happy November 13th, everyone! You're probably getting ready (laughs) more so for Thanksgiving and Christmas.
1: (laughs) But it is Halloween now, and to get myself in the Halloween spirit, I got the game Plague, Inc. Have you guys heard of that? Mm -mm.
2: Oh, yes. Is that that mobile game?
1: Yeah, it's a mobile game, and I think you can play it online, too, but it's a game where you infect the world with a disease of your choice. I think you can be a virus, a fungus this maybe is a too close to
2: real life okay it's too close
1: like i said i was trying to get in the the spirit trying to get spooky
2: trying to get some realism okay i have to ask this game apparently i'm assuming i've never played it it has real life illnesses that you can spread around like influenza or bird flu or something does it have stuff like that like real life viruses or is it like fake viruses
1: it's like it's fake ones but you kind of create them to mimic real world ones okay if that makes sense
2: Okay, I see.
0: It's the viruses from Dr. Mario.
1: Basically, Dr. Mario. yeah. Mario. You gotta match up all of them, do the same color to make the cure. So that's pretty much what I did. It did hit a little close to home, but it was like, maybe this could scare me some way to get in the spirit. And <laughs> <laughs> it, it did a little, not too much. But it's
0: a fun game if you want to check it out. I could do with some more fear out into these fools. <laughs> that's
2: right. As if we haven't already had enough fear. But
0: I know someone who just went on a Halloween cruise you know who you are if you're listening
2: <laughs> what's a halloween cruise i've never heard yeah of what is that thing.
0: i actually don't know if it was a halloween cruise i know it was some sort of cruise with spooky shit it may have been like a goth emo night cruise oh goth emo night yes yes i'm very familiar with those well well, the- well emo night's a thing i kind of made it my own thing goth emo night
2: <laughs> is this like are you talking about like a cruise like the ocean are you talking about yes. like okay
0: No, they weren't, like, cruising out by the rest stop. Okay, sorry. I'm going too far this time. Like, I cruise in in a boat on the water. Oh, on a ship. Yeah. Okay. Like the love boat
1: or Titanic. This isn't one of those, like, booze cruise things where it's, like, a one-day thing. This is legit, like, four-day, five-night, whatever it is. (sighs) I'm sorry if you're listening to this, Kayla.
0: Yes, it was, like, three or four days. (laughs) Okay.
1: That sounds pretty cool if you're into that stuff. Good for you.
2: Well, Mm -hmm. cruises is how we got to this point. Honestly, I you know, honestly, I've been hearing a lot of like Royal Caribbean advertisements. Like, when I do like listen to Spotify and like other things like YouTube, they're like really pushing like Carnival Royal Caribbean because their businesses were hit so hard. But I'm like, this is how we got into this mess, so can we please just hold off on this? Besides, I you know, personally, me, I feel like cruises aren't really fun normally. I get seasick really easy, so it's not my idea of a good time, but. And you can't a escape. Cruise a cesspool. It is you can't escape. You're stuck out at the in, out at sea. I mean, what are you supposed to do if you're having an emergency or something like?
1: Remember when those people last year got trapped on the cruises and the toilets backed up so far? The what is it? The septic tank overflowed and all the garbage was oh flowing oh oh over god. onto the boat. Yeah. Oh god. That's that's what
0: the Halloween cruise should be.
2: See, that's not a good time.
0: That's scary. I've been on a cruise once in my life, and we almost got quarantined at sea. Cause an E. coli outbreak. There was a swine flu outbreak, oh my gosh,
2: so even on a normal day, there's some sort of illness outbreak all always
1: hey, Jacob, have you ever been on a cruise? I have been on a cruise. I went to the Did Bahamas, you enjoy it It was okay compared to other vacations. I've had more fun than being on a cruise. I feel kind of trapped, kind of trapped on a cruise, kind of like what Alex was saying. You're- that's what it is. It's very
0: what word am I looking for? claustrophobic,
1: yeah. I get the ease of it though like if you really don't like planning stuff a cruise is great if you just kind of want to have everything taken care of very easily but like I said it just claustrophobic is a good way to describe it.
2: I mean I guess on the one hand you can look at it like that like if you're not good at planning they have an itinerary but at the same time I feel like it's it's very panic inducing because you're like oh my god I have to be back at the ship by x time otherwise they're gonna sail away without me and then (laughs) I don't know it's just too much pressure. Also, I don't like how
0: everything's like <laughs> scheduled, like time. Like, the, 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 we dinner is served at six o'clock. Really? Okay. You have to be in you, your assigned seat. You don't like, like things scheduled. Not <laughs> no, you don't like things I am a free man. <laughs>
2: Oh, my God. Well, like, Austin's right. Like, what if you're not feeling it that day? Like, what if you're like, OK, I'm not hungry at like six o'clock. I'm hungry at like seven. But then they take the food away before then. And then you're just screwed. And then. Oh,
1: they, they don't take the food
2: away. It's there 24-7. Do you really want people's grubby hands touching? I want to be there as it's served because I don't know what's happening after the fact. If you come around like an hour later, who knows what's gone on in that time frame?
1: I know on the cruise I went on when no one was in the cafeteria. I just went and bathed in the gravy. Get it nice Ew, and. S- God. <laughs> it was you and the
0: rats, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> right. Yep, we were all there having a good time.
0: That was a very freeing experience. Okay, got rewinding a bit, were you implying that I'm that it's ironic that I don't like schedules because I'm always like, we gotta record the podcast yep. at noon on this day, yep. and how dare y'all have <laughs> diseases and illnesses yep. and technical problems and personal responsibilities that get in the way of that? That's basically what it is, yeah. But then I realized
1: after I left, I left my mouth, I was like, okay, this is on Austin's terms, the cruise is on their terms, so that's what the problem is with it there. <laughs>
2: Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> I don't I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's actually good for us, but that was the difference there. was the there. middle child. Okay, I have control issues. Oh, that explains it. That's right. Now, yeah. now you're in control of what goes on. I understand.
2: Austin, I do appreciate your efforts cuz sometimes I know I feel like it's probably hurt, like hurting cats for you. Like me and Jacob are always have some sort of crisis or something going on, but I do appreciate that. I I need to be told, you know, I have to have somebody keep me in line because I'm all over the place sometimes.
0: Okay, I will note that this started when Jacob said when we were out and about and Jacob was like, I want to be on a podcast. And I was like, oh, I was thinking about a Pokemon podcast. And Jacob was like, that's exactly what I want to do. Is that this is an accurate memory, Jacob? Pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. What? How do you remember
1: it? Similar. I just can't remember exactly when it took place, but I do remember that it was at
0: new year's of course here we go he knew exactly (laughs) when it happened (laughs) i know exactly where it was anyway then i then i bullied alex into it too there you go
2: yes apparently that's the origin
0: story you finally got it episode 30 in
2: i don't remember the the circumstances i just found myself here one day i'm okay with
1: it it's like a metaphor for life you just (laughs) we all don't need maps to find our way
2: It's about the journey, not the destination, or something like that. Something
0: like that. Speaking of journeys, where are the twerps journeying to today? Oh, Oh, yeah, let's get into the
1: Pokemon talk. We're doing episodes, Uh, what's it, Riddle Me This and, what is our next, it's Riddle Me This and Volcanic Panic. The
2: Blaine episodes.
1: Yes, the Blaine saga. And I've got our randomizer here to decide who's going to do what this week. And I will be taking upon the 30 second challenges. Austin will be doing episode one, Alex episode two.
2: Oh god, okay. (laughs) Yes. I am panicking now. Okay.
1: Oh, it's oh, volcanic panic. That's... Yeah. <laughs> Volcanicking and panicking. Oh, All right. Oh, goodness. It's been a little while since I watched these episodes, so...
2: Good luck to you. Yes. I, I
0: did a rewatch right before we started. A f- responsible one he is. It's because I have no other responsibilities in life, so I am a free agent.
1: That is true. I would like to state that before I agreed, I had a lot less responsibilities when this was first discussed in 2018. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. (laughs) There was a lot less going on. Uh but anyway, I'll be taking the thirty second summary challenges this week. That's where I I or whoever is chosen gets thirty seconds to summarize the episode. And I'm never good at it, but the other two people are, so you're all in for a treat this week.
2: You're being modest.
1: No, no, no I'm not.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This will be your best performance yet, just (laughs) Oh
0: my
1: gosh
2: Positive energy. The
0: pressure. Oh the pressure.
2: No pressure, no pressure.
0: Y'all, I made an awkward comment at work the other day.
2: Oh my gosh. (laughs) I was talking to someone who
0: was doing a presentation to like a thousand people. And this was like remotely. So I was talking on the phone and he was like, what advice do you have for presenting And I was like, perform like you're performing in a bathroom mirror. And I was like, was that an incredibly awkward thing I just said?
2: Is he somebody that's like a good sense of humor that you're like kind of chummy with? Or is he like...
0: This is a total stranger. Uh... Is that from something? No, I just made it up.
2: I feel like it was entertaining. I feel like if he had any shred of humor, he would have been entertained.
0: Okay. Well, I tried to save it by saying, like, you're singing into a hairbrush. And and then someone tried to save me. And and oh,
2: Oh. someone tried to
0: save me. (laughs) And they said, well, if you're having fun, the audience will have fun. And I was like, thank you.
2: That was a good save, I think.
0: Yeah. That was a good save. Just picture everyone naked.
2: Okay. I have a question about that Jacob I'm sorry before you go I feel like people always say that oh picture everybody naked or like you know picture nobody at all in the audience here it's just you whatever I feel like that makes it worse
0: because then you're focusing on the audience
2: yeah like I feel like if you if a bunch of naked people were watching you that would be even worse than normal that doesn't help I feel like that'd make you more embarrassed and panicked I don't know
1: it depends on what kind of presentation it is too all right, Squidward. Just imagine him in his underwear.
2: Oh no! Oh no! He's no, hot. <laughs> See, it doesn't help. It absolutely does not help.
1: I forgot about that. That, <laughs> that show.
2: Good luck, Jacob. You yeah, got this. I just
1: got. I'm going to picture the Pokemon naked. Okay. Good luck. Okay. And three, two, one, go. All right, so we're going to Cinnabar Island for a badge. We seem very happy to get there, but then we learn from Gary that Cinnabar Island is now a tourist attraction. And it's a tourist trap though with nothing but festivities. And Ash, re- Ash realizes that there's probably not a gym there. But they meet this fellow who starts handing them out riddles. And Misty's the only one who can solve them. So they wind up solving all the riddles, and they go to a volcano, and they find out that the man who's been giving them riddles is actually a gym leader, and his name is Blaine. And Ash and him battle, and Ash gets crushed. And this leads us going on into the next episode, Volcanic Panic, which I'll be describing in the next 30-second Time- summary challenge. <laughs> there you go
2: <laughs> that was good see
1: <laughs> you almost had
0: it exactly but then you kept going yep
1: <laughs> i was trying to time it. i was like i gotta fill a few seconds in but hey
0: um at one point i also clicked away and i, d- I stopped timing you and i was like oh shit i had to go back real quick
1: that happened with me one time with alex and i think she got like 45 seconds
2: <laughs> yeah and austin got mad and he, you were like oh my god you gave her like 45 seconds <laughs>
1: <laughs> i should just let it keep going <laughs> See, Austin's on that schedule. He's like, hey, 30 seconds is 30 seconds. Can't go over. Maybe I should be captain of a ship.
0: I don't know.
2: <laughs> so I just... Okay, my lamp is flickering next to me, and now my computer says it's on battery power. So I think that there's a power problem. So let's keep on going, because I don't okay. know what's happening. <laughs>
0: okay, okay, let's go. I've got the um, Spooky lamp.
2: Yeah, the, ooh, my God, it's a ghost. Okay, it is spooky. Ooh.
0: Okay, so as Jacob told us in the 30-second summary... We are on a boat to Cinnabar Island. I guess this entire time they've been walking to a dock? I don't know. Um, but I feel like this could, <laughs> they could have gotten on this boat a lot quicker. Jacob, what's wrong with you? What are you doing? I was, I was thinking about bringing up, I'm on a boat. <laughs> I'm, I'm on a that. boat. Okay, so we're on a boat, motherfuckers. And T-Pain <laughs> is
2: there. pain
0: So Andy Samberg in and the game, greeted by <laughs> yeah, Gary. There
2: we go. Okay, wait. <laughs> if the twerps are Andy Sandberg and his friends, which one would be which?
0: Oh my God, I don't know the
1: names of the other ones. That's uh, all the thing. All the band is, is Andy Samberg and the two other guys.
2: Yeah, but that's perfect because they've got Brock and Misty. I can't remember. One of them starts with a J, the other guy's blonde. I don't know. T Pain was there.
0: So Andy Sandberg and the gang are greeted by Gary. Gary tells them that he's going to work on his tan while wearing a clothing. Okay, sure. Apparently, Cinnabar Island is now completely a tourist trap, which makes me wonder why they didn't know that before they crossed across the country and took a boat on the way there. But whatever, twerps do what twerps do. At
1: least we're trying to make progress here, though. I will say that. At least we're trying to get somewhere where there's a gym, Because, good lord, how long has it been? A decade? True.
2: This should make you happy, Austin, because you're always complaining that they're never doing anything. So now they are doing something.
0: I will say I was very happy that we had plot progression in this episode. Yes. Or these two episodes, rather. I I really appreciated it after that long drought of nothingness. God. Welcome to Pokemon. Anyway, the twerps arrive at the dock and they are all like, wow, look at this tourist trap. Even though it doesn't look particularly overloaded with tourists, but whatever. It's fine. It just looks like a normal city. And they're walking around and they're going to go see the gym. But a mysterious hippie man appears before them and gives them a riddle of what's hot and cool at the same time. Ash says, it's when you're sitting in front of an open refrigerator with an electric blanket. Misty says, hot springs, which I thought was kind of a big jump. She must have known. She must have known the island. That's what
1: I'm thinking. Blaine
2: is just a bad riddle giver. There's no mystery here. He's just a weird. Why? Okay. Why do we have a lot of encounters with mysterious hippie men? This is not the first mysterious hippie man, and I'm sure it won't be the last.
0: There's a Snorlax guy. Who else?
2: I don't know. It feels like there was way more than that, but maybe that was the only one. I don't know.
0: Brock's
1: Flint Brock's and Clint, dad. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Flint and Clint, Brock's dad. Those guys were kind of nature
0: people.
2: They just get accosted all the time by strange old men.
0: <sighs> Sounds like my life.
2: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Melvin the magician, Seymour the scientist. There's too many. They're all weird.
0: Some more riddles go on, and Misty figures out that they're actually already looking at the gym, and it's a dilapidated building. Because all the tourists came to town, and Blaine, the gym leader, gave up fighting tourists, because they didn't take it seriously, I guess. So, so instead...
2: Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, did anyone else get any... Of, like, did you guys get Takashi Shudo light novel vibes yes. from yeah, this Yeah, that's whole 100%. Thing? Okay.
0: Especially with, like, all the details about the town and its history. Yes.
2: Mm. And the gym just being in complete disrepair, because there's no money to, like, apparently repair the gym, but
0: fell to the ground like it was rotting in front of them yeah yeah they just don't take it serious apparently so as we've already stated this mysterious hippie man actually is blaine and apparently blaine's strategy in order to get better opponents for the integrity of his gym leader status is to let his gym collapse into a wreckage then stand outside the gym wait for trainers to show up And then give them a series of riddles in which he gives them his hotel business card. And then say, Blaine left, but there's a secret gym left somewhere. So you got to go find it. And then hope, it's all hope that challengers will find the gym regardless. We'll get into where he has hidden this gym later. (laughs) His whole setup here is just different for me.
1: It's just a little different. It's just, you think he would advertise it more, but then reject people based on...
0: What they bring to the island themselves. If I recall correctly, I think in the most recent games, he had like a quiz show kind of set up. Maybe he could have done something like that. Yeah, that, like a Jeopardy style thing.
2: Why can't he just be normal and not have these weird, like, <laughs> arbitrary, <laughs> stupid, bullshit quizzes and riddles and stuff? Just be a normal person and say, hello, I'm Blaine. My gym is over here.
0: Because of the tourist. This is what, what, possibly the most dangerous gym of all, but we'll Wait, get into it. Wait, you can't <laughs> say anything about
2: that. You this, might be his, re- Okay, his thing,
0: I guess, was like, you know,
1: like when you're going on a cruise, like we were talking about how you would pick the excursion or whatever. Like Blaine had an excursion, like battle
0: a gym leader. And he just got annoyed of it and just let it go. Oh, God, poor Blaine. Actually, no. Poor, poor
2: Blaine. He's, he's a lunatic. Poor <laughs> I take it back.
0: Before we, well, first we've given up on the gym for now. So we go to the Pokemon Research Center where Ash and friends take the Helix Fossil and get it to be revived into an ammonite. Just kidding! That doesn't happen. Instead, they go <laughs> to the research center, they see some, like, stands, like market stands, on the pathway to the center, and they immediately conclude there's no point in going into the research center, the world-famous Cinnabar Research Center, because there's tourist stands in front of it. Oh my god! The integrity is ruined. Capitalism has destroyed the integrity of science and research. And and there's just no point in being here. So they turn around and leave.
2: I have a question about this lab. So, like you said, apparently it's supposed to be a world-famous research center, a laboratory. Mm -hmm. But when we see it in just a minute, again, inside, it's like a fighting dojo gym area. Like, I don't... I don't understand. It was like the
0: YMCA. Yes, but it was supposed to be a science center.
1: That's a great way of putting it. Your local YMCA is what this mimics.
2: Literally, it was filled with, like, machokes and hitmonlees and, like, mankeys and stuff. And it was supposed to be a science lab. And I thought, maybe I missed something, but apparently not.
1: I was hoping Seymour
0: would be there. Ah. No, Seymour's long dead. Yeah, he's on the moon.
2: He was sacrificed to the moon. (laughs) God's.
0: Uh, the bats finally got to him. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, it didn't make any sense to me, but there, wa- there wasn't any science happening, but okay.
0: We'll never know because they don't bother to go into the damn building. Instead, they decide it's now time to find a hotel. Oh, by the way, Team Rocket's there.
2: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> surprise, surprise. So,
0: uh, first they go to the Pokemon Center where they get free lodging, but it's all filled up and people are sleeping in the lobby. So the Torps leave. Brock says, I thought we were the only ones in there with actual Pokemon. So apparently the Pokemon Center does not bother to, like, screen who it hosts. I don't know. I think that's failure on Nurse Joy's part. That or Brock was talking shit.
2: Maybe it's just this particular one because it's a tourist town. And so...
1: This place has got to be awful if there's nothing for people to sleep. They have to sleep out in lobbies. And I mean, this place has got to be seriously overcrowded if every single place is booked... And there's nowhere for mm-hmm. these people to sleep. This is this just sounds, like, awful for me.
0: Well, I mean, I feel like if you're going to the Pokemon Center, you need to be a registered Pokemon trainer. Like, that's what it's for. Because these are not people who can't afford lodging somewhere. These are people who are just taking advantage of a system.
2: That's a good point.
0: Yeah. Because they, you know, they're tourists. They travel to this place. Presumably, they have the money.
1: They're just cheap and didn't want to pay for lodging. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, like, those kids who, like, travel throughout, like, Asia or whatever, and they... Like, pretend they don't have any money. Oh, they oh don't have money. yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: The, like, the host, they stay at the hostels and stuff like that and free housing.
0: No, I'm talking about the people who, like, beg, like, you know, beg for money on the streets, but they're like fucking rich kids. Yeah, what's that called? Whatever. Uh,
2: Taking advantage.
0: Wildly unethical. Yeah. Is what it is. That's what these people are.
2: That's a good point. I see, I see your side.
0: Yep. Um, so we go from one Japanese hotel resort to the other. Gary's at one of them in which he and his girlfriend's and a an elect in a is an Electabuzz and a Hitmonlee geishas yes. are entertaining them. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool. Uh, Gary offers them food if they turn around three times and say Pikachu, which Pikachu does because Pikachu's perfectly willing to humiliate himself.
2: Look, you gotta do what you gotta do, okay? If you're in a dire situation, that's not that much to ask.
0: Which is kind of pathetic on Pikachu's part, but also like understandable.
2: Well, maybe if you had a trainer who was, like, competent and didn't get, you know, put Pikachu into these situations in the first place, he wouldn't have yeah. to resort to that, but...
1: It goes down to Ashes being irresponsible.
2: Yeah.
0: And Pikachu not having an ego. Poor thing. Jigglypuff arrives to entertain Gary and his girlfriends, so the twerps went away be screaming.
2: <laughs> Gary
0: says, they don't know what they're missing. And then we get the obligatory marker shit. We wander around from Hotel to to some more... Until eventually, we conveniently arrive at a swing set with a single swing, and we (laughs) remember that the mysterious Blaine gave them his business card, and they read a riddle about, well, if you're at the swing, look at the clock and you'll find my hotel. Which was awfully convenient that they were at the one swing on the entire island. But regardless, because they have found Blaine's hotel, Blaine gives them free lodging, which made me question Blaine's business model. He's
1: got the Pokemon money coming in.
0: If you find the hotel, you stay for free.
1: Yes. That makes perfect sense.
2: It's not that hard to find. It's literally up on a hill. You can see it from anywhere.
1: I I assume that he has a reputation on that island, and everyone was just like, just don't go near that place. Like, they're telling the tourists, like, don't go near there. There's a creepy old man who's, something's wrong. Don't go there. And Ash and friends just don't care. They never heard it. Well,
2: clearly he does have a reputation, because then the next thing that happens is he gets a phone call from the Pokemon Center? Or somebody calls him. I don't know who calls him about the attack. It was the
0: research lab, because the YMCA was being attacked. Oh,
2: right. But then they knew who he was, because why would you just call a random hotel proprietor guy? They obviously knew that he was mm-hmm.
0: important.
2: So, Jacob, you're right.
0: Blaine has a lot going on. Yeah. Presumably, he's a scientist at the lab, and is like a like a leader of some sort, like a project manager or something. And he's a gym leader who has a secret underground gym, and he ha- runs a free hotel that you can't find unless you ha- get his riddles. Well, he runs a nonprofit, and he wears a wig, and he wears a mustache wig. Oh a my mustache god! Wig.
2: <laughs> a mustache wig. Oh my wig. god! <laughs> so remember when we talked about Flint like a long time ago, and like why Flint was disguising oh, yeah. <laughs> himself, and why was he like changing his voice because ash and friends didn't know well i mean brock knew he didn't know brock at that point but ash did not know who flint was so what is the purpose of the disguise right same Mm -hmm. situation with blaine they do not know this guy why the hell is he wearing a He he completely changed his voice the voice thing was the weirdest thing to me because why is he changing his voice it's not like they know who this guy is
1: he has such a weird (laughs) reputation on the island he just repeatedly changes costumes and outfits so people don't recognize him i guess
2: but they know who he is because they call him on the phone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Only certain people know who he is.
2: It makes like no sense. Line. It's secret life.
1: a secret life. The secret life of to Blaine. To a secret hotel <laughs> the secret gym. Oh, it's my a ta- It's a tax front, tax haven for him. Oh. oh, Lord. We don't get
0: enough backstory on him. Should we get into, like, the whole lore of, like, Blaine's design and how it changes? And who cares? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Isn't it okay? But he has a history, right? In the games, he's like the scientist, like Mewtwo's involved. Like, there's a history,
0: right? Yeah, we didn't get any of that in this, did we? No, we didn't dive deep at all into Blaine, really. God, can you imagine if Blaine had like a major role in the movie?
2: So, what's his deal with like Doctor Fuji? Like, is there what is the relationship?
0: I can't remember. I think Blaine and Doctor Fuji, and was it someone else? I have no made idea.
2: Clearly, that's not this Blaine, because...
0: Well, I don't know. We don't know anything about him. It could yeah. be. This oh. could be that Blaine. How many Blaines are there? That's why he's in disguise, so Mewtwo doesn't come and kill okay.
2: him. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he is. <laughs> Jesus. Okay.
0: Oh, did y'all read Adventures where Mewtwo and Blaine have a psychic bond? No. Okay. Well, that's for a later yeah. time.
2: Blaine is... He seems like he's he's way more important than he should be. Like, it's very weird that they just gave him this role. I don't know.
0: He's also head of the YMCA because (laughs) Team Rocket's attacking the YMCA slash research lab. And like, like, you know, whatever. We know that shit. Shit goes down. Team Rocket's blasting off again. Who cares? So that leads us to our hot spring sequence where everyone's at Blaine's hotel's hot spring. And they're all sitting around thinking, where is the secret gym that Blaine told us about? The riddle, I believe, is something along the lines of it's in a place so hot firefighters can't put it out, or something like that. Yeah, some stupid They could never like that. win. Yeah, firefighters can never win.
2: It was so bad. It was so mm. bad. Which
0: leads absolutely nowhere, because the only reason they're able to find the secret gym is because Togepi decides to risk life and death and wander over to the scalding hot hot springs water fountain, which is a Gyarados statue, and... Push the secret button that activates the hot spring turns into the entrance into an active volcano, like, contraption. Was this on the girl's side or the guy's side of that hot spring? The girl's side. It was on the girl's side. side. That makes
1: it weird.
2: <laughs> that makes it so weird. You know what? That's a good point. Like, <laughs> the riddle he gives him is, like, it's in a place where firefighters can't win or something. But that has nothing... Like, how would you ever deduce that you'd have to push the secret Gyarados head button statue and then the wall explodes and opens up a secret path like it doesn't make any s- okay okay it doesn't make any sense
1: yeah it's and it, <laughs> the side that it's on brings a lot more questions than answers with this dude
2: oh my god okay maybe
1: that's why he's wearing the disguises
2: because he's like a like a lecherous old man ew yeah. did
0: Shudo write this episode damn it <laughs> probably he had to have it, right yeah <laughs> I'm on it, actually.
2: Oh, my God. What's this episode called?
0: Riddle Me This. Okay. If
2: he did write it, holy crap.
1: What are the riddles in Japanese, I wonder? Ooh. I wonder what those riddles were.
2: Yeah, maybe you're right, Jacob. Maybe they're better and more, like, cryptic in Japanese, and we just got, like, the the bad, like, four kids translation.
1: (laughs) Well, I know, like, here we don't have hot springs, and that's more of a common thing over there. So maybe the riddle is more related to the hot springs in some
0: way okay I got it source Bulbapedia in the Japanese version the riddle dealt with a lot of water above and a lot of fire below
2: so it is it does make sense so that is exactly Jacob you're right
1: they should have just stuck with that what's wrong with sticking with that for the dub
2: exactly
0: I still don't think it makes any sense
2: it makes more sense than the firefighter thing
0: we we hate these riddles
2: See, there's some instances where you change the source material too much, and then it makes no sense.
1: I guess they were just trying to make it more relatable. Kids know about firefighters, we'll just throw them in there. And firefighters would never
0: beat a volcano. The riddle should have been, if you are a young girl, get undressed in my hotel. There won't be cameras watching you.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> Ignore the smell. I'll up
0: onto the phallic statue and No, 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 it. no, oh, no. Yeah.
2: no. <laughs> Should I cut that out? Oh my god. Nope, you gotta roll with it. This is <laughs> an nope. E for explicit okay. podcast after all. We're
0: rolling. We're Un- rolling. It. Un- unedited. Unedited. Roll it.
2: Do it live. Come on.
0: Okay, so they all see each other naked and freak out and get dressed. Anyway.
2: They weren't naked, my god. They had towels on.
0: Oh yeah, they had towels. They were like wearing towels in the water.
2: They certainly could not have had the nakedness, but I think it was implied because the fact that Misty screamed her head off like that even mm-hmm. though she was wearing a towel. But...
0: She had a towel completely on, and I saw Brock had a towel around his waist.
2: But the implication being that they did not have towels, because why else would you scream that loudly?
0: Yeah, that's true. Okay, they're very anyway. uncomfortable seeing each other. Yes. So, they wander down the spooky lava chamber stairs to the <laughs> metallic door that Ash burns his fucking hand on, and then it opens automatically. They find the secret gym, which is... A battlefield suspended by chain links over an open lava pit. <laughs> okay, I just want to point out the funny thing is with that door is it,
1: hap- well, fast forward a little bit. it happens every time. So Blaine plays a trick on people that the- he makes them touch it before it opens. So <laughs> you have no choice but to get burned before you go into his
0: gym. All right, let's get into Blaine and his OSHA violations. <laughs> oh fast, my God. So yeah, Blaine reveals himself as the gym leader or whatever. <laughs>
2: how is this not illegal wildly illegal how is he allowed to do, have this and do this i don't understand
0: again he publicly presented his gym as having been closed and has a secret magma chamber gym that, that's suspended over lava that you could fall into okay do
1: you think that blaine got sick of the tourists or did too many tourists die venturing into his gym and that's why they had to close it down do you think there's something like blaine's lying about the reason why they had to close it down
0: He's attracting the tourists over so he can push them into the lava. <laughs> so I'm making He's sick of them? It's just like... <laughs> that's some Melanie bullshit. That's why, he's, that's why he's wearing a disguise?
2: How are they not dying immediately? I mean, literally, they're standing maybe, yeah. like, 30 feet away from the lava active volcano, and they're not, like, dying immediately? Okay, whatever.
1: It's all splattering everywhere, too, like you're cooking grease.
2: Yeah, they're literally, like, feet away from the, the lava pit. You, you don't... Yeah, they
0: should be boiled alive. You don't
2: withstand that kind of heat, but his Pokemon, after all.
0: Pokemon logic. Ugh. Also, let's not forget that lava is just red water.
2: Oh, my God. You just wait. I have so much to (laughs) say about this. It's going to get worse. (laughs) It gets so much worse.
0: So, we begin to battle. We see Ninetales versus Squirtle. Then, I think Squirtle loses to Ninetales. Maybe? I don't know. Yes, he does. I don't take notes on the battles.
1: He's like, I got a water type. I can win. And then, Ninetales just, just...
2: He got cooked alive, basically. Yeah.
0: Ash sends out Charizard for the first time in a while, but Charizard doesn't want to do anything about anything, so he goes and sleeps in the corner. Excuse me, I was, like, having acid reflux. I thought you were adding dramatic effect. I was like, oh, he's nope. gonna go
1: battle. Nope. <laughs> Nobody's taking a nap.
0: No. <laughs> I'm dying from exposure to the lava heat. Oh, lord. <laughs> so, Ash sends out Pikachu, and we get the debut of Blaine's Magmar, which is the ugliest mofo I've ever seen. You
2: missed on.
0: Oh, God damn it! there was a Rhydon, and Pikachu <laughs> used his electricity on its horn, and that shots down Rhydon, even though that doesn't make any sense.
2: Does Rhydon... Okay, wait, I have to look up something really quick. Does Rhydon have Lightning Rod as an ability? It
0: absolutely does. Then
2: how is it supposed... Okay, then this should not be able to work at all.
1: Blaine tossed it. Yeah, he lost on purpose. To bring out Magmar. He was afraid he was going to beat Ash without having to bring out Magmar, so he's like, oh, we'll let you lose.
0: So we send out Magmar. Magmar is stupid-ass design. <laughs>
2: Can I say something about Magmar really quick? Go for it. First of all, actually, I have several things to say about Magmar. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, it flies. It flies. It literally flies up out of the lava and it's hovering, which how, 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 how? I don't know. Heat rises. But it's (laughs) flying. It's literally flying.
1: It's like when a rock hits the lava and shoots up in the air.
2: Okay, fine. We'll just go with that. So this next part... It has an ability. Well, no, I wouldn't even call that. It has an improvised ability called Air Lens. What did you not hear this whole thing? Like Brock has this explanation, and it, he like explains to Ash why Pikachu's electricity cannot hit Magmar
1: because the the tension, the air tension around him deflects it.
2: I, yes, so I thought maybe that there was something to this, like, maybe there's a scientific phenomenon, maybe there's something to the effect of, like, can heat really affect electricity like that? Like, I don't know, I was very curious about this, I looked it up, and it's absolutely absurd, there's nothing like that in real life at all, it's just some sort of, so I googled it on, and the only thing that came up was Bulbapedia, and it said it was a improvised ability called air lens that somehow gives magmar Invincibility to electric attacks.
1: And this in the games too, or is no, this just for this episode? Just it's for this just For this. Okay.
2: It doesn't exist in real life. There's nothing to this at all. It's just complete bullshit.
1: Did Ash <laughs> ever try to attack Magmar with an electric attack, or did he just fold? Yes. And call- he did. Okay. Yes. I'm gonna say Brock. If he didn't, then Brock could just been making that up.
2: <laughs> no. No. I'm gonna okay. sound cool here. I'm gonna sound it's cool. Like here. It's completely made up. It, I thought. There was something, and I'm like, th- there's nothing. There's nothing. This is complete bullshit. Anyway.
0: The first thing that I thought of was, like, "Like, how hot is lightning? Like.
2: Very hot?
0: Very hot. It makes glass. Like, if it hits sand on a beach, yeah. it can make glass.
2: It's complete bullshit. It's just arbitrary Pokemon logic. Like, it does, you know, we need an ex- explanation for why Pikachu can't beat Magmar. Okay. Ridiculous. Anyway.
0: Magmar uses a fire blast attack and To Be Continued. You forgot Hooray. about it. The uh what I forget.
2: Magmar's
1: cool entrance when he Oh no, I forgot we talked about him rising from the lava. Never mind. Was it yeah. cool
2: or was it absurd? I don't know. I'm it in was the absurd cool. camp.
1: I think my picture of Magmar's when I saw this is that he's actually just like small and frail underneath, but the lava just encompasses his whole body so he just looks more intimidating than he actually is. But we learned that's not true, but that was the first thing I thought of that something was gonna happen like that watching this a long, long time ago.
2: Magmar has boobs on its head. He's not intimidating, he's got a boob head, okay.
0: He's wearing like bondage gear. Like what's Blaine? That's true. He's chained to the bottom of the of the pit.
2: Hmm. Is Magmar's name in Japanese? Boober. Boober. That's right.
1: No, it's actually called the Gimp.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's literally boober. Okay, that's not that's not intimidating. That's just there are
0: worse Japanese Pokemon okay. names. <laughs> the the boober.
2: It's up there. It's up there. I'd say maybe top five.
0: Yeah.
1: Is it B-O-O-B-E-R or B-O-O-B-U-R?
2: E-R.
0: Oh, okay. Magby's Bubby. That's cute. Okay, Bub- that's yeah.
2: cuter. According to Bulbapedia, the origin of Magmar, it seems to be a combination of a booby, like the bird, and a duck.
0: Oh. Oh. Oh,
1: okay. And a
2: salamander, a Mythical salamander of fire. I don't understand. We do
1: see Magmar lay eggs towards the end of this episode. Does so. it? Yes, maybe that's what it's thrown in there.
2: It's also possibly based on a kavura. I'm probably saying that really bad, so I apologize. Depicted in Hindu Buddhist mythology as a bird-like fire-breathing creature.
0: Magmortar is booburn, by the way.
2: Magmortar. Yeah. What is it?
0: Booburn.
2: Boob burn
1: boob burn
2: okay okay then
1: it sounds like a rash or something you'd get
2: <laughs> oh, I no. this, god
1: i got this nasty boob burn over here
0: oh
2: no you may need
1: a new bra if you yeah. have boob burn i'm sorry <laughs> you may n- god every time i go to victoria's secrets i get this boob burn i don't know what to do
2: okay i'm just gonna advocate for ill-fitting bras really quick because that is actually a really common thing a lot of people do not have the correct fitting bra and it's
0: mm-hmm.
2: it's a rampant phenomenon
0: i'm yeah. so sorry alex but you said you specifically said I'm going to advocate for ill-fitting bras. Like
2: <laughs> I'm bringing I you were awareness reveal to reveals. The... Okay, no. okay. <laughs> I advocate for everybody to get a proper bra fitting because it makes a big difference. And there are so many people that go their whole day with bad-fitting bras, and it's very uncomfortable.
0: You don't want boob burn. You do no. not
2: want boob burn, and you don't want like things itching you or poking into you or whatever. So yep
1: other causes of boob burn you definitely don't want it because there's no cream left at walmart or anywhere because there's shortages so you just don't get the boob burn
2: you know what boob or boobs (laughs) bras (laughs) were invented by a guy so that tells you a lot
0: well who invented boobs
2: also well if you're believing the christian (laughs) mythology it's a fucking man too god apparently is a man so it's his fucking fault
1: yeah you're welcome for that extra rib ladies
2: Ugh. oh my god okay Quotes. Cons. <laughs>
1: quotes, yes. We can move on to our quotes and our LVP and MVP, which is our least viable player and our most viable player. And remember, you only get to pick one character once. And oh, let me get this situated here. So the blank screen there. It is Austin, Alex, and then me for the quotes. Oh, damn it. And the
0: least viable player and most viable player. Uh, my quote will be Gary saying, I've never seen anyone so pathetic. And Misty replies, Have you tried a mirror?
2: oh man I
0: almost chose it's that like one burn. that was a good one good comeback that, that was, was a, my good first choice burn.
2: damn okay
0: oh, shit I really don't have an MVP LVP that's why I wanted you guys to go first so I could get the
2: you gotta get do the it the, the randomizer has spoken
0: <laughs> shit um my LVP will be Blaine for his poor business <laughs> model and for his multiple conflicting careers and for his killing tourists just a mess just a disaster all around my MVP will be... I'll give it to the Electabuzz Geisha. Its outfit was was very cute. What
2: about Hitmonlee?
0: That could be yours. <sighs> Hitmonlee wasn't as cute. I'm sorry.
2: Poor Hitmonlee. For my quote... Where is it? I wrote it down. Oh my god. Okay. The part where Ash and Blaine... Like, Ash begins the battle and he's picking his Pokemon or whatever. And Brock says something like... He must raise some awesome fire Pokemon in this volcano. And then Blaine calls out Ninetales. And literally like a five seconds later, Ash goes, I knew he'd choose a fire type. Big mistake. <laughs> I'm like, Ash, come on. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> of course, of course he would choose a fire type. We just went over this. Anyway, not his best moment. MVP, I'll pick Misty because she was the only one solving any of the riddles.
0: Oh damn it! I, was oh, gonna pick her. I forgot about her. Gosh.
1: All right, I'm. Dang, Oops. that's everything. Sorry, I had Austin. Right
2: I was literally waiting for you to pick her, and I was like, "Don't pick her! Don't pick her!" because I thought she was the obvious one.
0: She was the obvious choice. I just didn't do really good notes this time. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> and also, I I, did, I thought immediately you'd pick her because of that sick burn she had on Gary about being pathetic. But
0: ah, oh, I'm just being stupid. I don't know what's going on.
2: So sorry. All right, LVP is going to be Ash just for his complete stupidity. He wasn't good at solving the riddles. He was complaining the whole time about... Well, he didn't know about Blaine in this tourist trap th- situation. He just couldn't get it. And, and his stupid comment about the fire Pokemon. He was not on his game today.
1: All right. I'm not left with a lot here. I'll give it the old college try.
2: It's part of the challenge. Uh, it is this. part of the
1: challenge. Um, so I'm going to go with my quote. And it's towards the end. And this is when I think Pikachu is about to battle or something like that. And the narrator goes, will Pikachu become the cutest lava lamp? And I was like, (laughs) wow, that's I actually want to see Pikachu as a lava lamp. I'm surprised they never made that toy. Then I'm going to go with my LVP and I'm going to give it to all the tourists on the island for trashing the place and overcrowding it and then turning it into this this Mm, slosh fest where there was just garbage. I mean, you look at that place, there was garbage everywhere. People were going to the bathroom on the streets. Obviously, (laughs) that place is a hellhole. Which matches the volcano. It didn't look that bad to me. It looked perfectly fine. <laughs> no, it was awful. I mean, it was on the outside, but on the inside, it's awful. That's
2: the stuff they didn't show you on camera, mm-hmm. but it was there. Yeah. yeah.
1: You didn't see the people passed out in the Poka Center.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I actually confirmed Shudo did not write this episode, so... Mm. Inspired.
2: Well, yeah, I, was, I would say heavily inspired then.
1: Yeah, heavily inspired. And then I will give my mvp to i guess maybe nurse joy for even though these people weren't pokemon trainers she still let them have a place to stay i thought that was very nice nurse joy is letting people take advantage of the system Fuck her. she is but to be fair there's not a lot of trainers that come there at all anyway so she's probably just like maybe she had to justify keeping the lounging so she just let everyone who came in stay there so good for her for having a welcoming heart. And that's it. That's it for Riddle Me This, unless you guys have any more thoughts or
0: concerns.
2: Well, it's, it leads straight into the next one.
0: Yes, it does. Oh, boy. I, okay, I just want to say I wanted to see Agent Joy, who monitors the Kanto gyms, to come by and, I don't know, rip Blaine a new asshole over this bullshit she's he's She's not
2: doing her job if she's allowing this to happen.
0: Clearly not. She's too busy being stuck as a doll by Sabrina, I guess. Oh, my God. Yeah. She didn't make it through.
2: Okay. I guess I'm leading this discussion.
0: Yeah, we're going to move
1: on to the next episode. Volcanic panic. Jacob, tell me when you're ready. I am so ready. I'm just bursting with lava. Three, (laughs) two, one, go. All right, so Ash is going to lose this fight, so he just cancels it. He says, I'm going to lose, I'm a loser, I'm going to leave. But then we see Team Rocket come in to the volcano, and they start freezing everything, which is perfectly fine. It's not going to cause any disaster. But wait, it does! And the gem starts collapsing because there's a chemical reaction between the extreme cold and the extreme heat. Everything starts collapsing, and then Charizard actually reluctantly jumps in to help after Magmar does, because he can't be shown up by Magmar. Magmar and him battle because of that rivalry they made when trying to repair the volcano. And Ash pulls out a victory with Charizard slamming Magmar into the lava.
2: Hooray! Hooray. Good job.
1: Did what it could.
2: Okay, so this this episode literally is a continuation from right where we left off with Pikachu about to die a horrible death and fall into the lava, but he manages to avoid the, what was it, Fire Blast? Fire Blast. Mm-hmm. And hang perilously from the suspended platform, and then Ash runs in and says, Stop, you can't battle anymore. And Blaine's like, Good job, Ash, if you had made your Pikachu go on. You would have been disqualified as a Pokemon trainer entirely,
0: well, maybe don't put your fucking gym in an active volcano blame.
2: yeah, I, I exactly atmosphere I, yeah, I feel like this is not entirely Ash's fault because there's a lot that could go wrong with this whole situation.
0: I'm so sorry. I have to pause before we go any further. Did y'all watch the intro? the theme song?
2: What, like the normal like, yeah, no, I skipped it
0: on Pokemon TV. It was a shortened version of the theme. It was only 30 seconds as opposed to a minute. Really? And it was like cut together weird. Is this episode longer? If 30 seconds shorter.
1: No, I mean like the episode longer in general though. Is that why they cut it? Maybe that's why. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But it really threw me off.
2: Well, maybe it was because it was a part two. So.
1: No, what happened is they heard about our 30 second summary challenge. And (laughs) and they (laughs) said, hell no. And they were like, we're going to beat you.
2: Yeah, 20 years in the past. (laughs) It (laughs) was like,
1: challenge accepted.
2: Uh, no, that was, that was the, like, the one time I skipped it, of course. Okay, so Ash loses the battle, he forfeits, but he thinks to himself that if only he can, you know, get Charizard to listen to him, he would definitely win next time. So they leave, and then it cuts over to Team Rocket, who is in the hot spring where we were earlier, trying to train to withstand the heat of the volcano by submerging themselves for extended periods of time in the hot spring...
1: Which is extremely, extremely dangerous. Never, ever do that. If you have a hot tub or anything like that, never do it.
2: No, it's not going to help you train for anything. Then Meowth um, tells us that he has a plan to kidnap Magmar. And his plan is that he's going to go down there with Jesse and James and tell it that it won a phony sweepstakes prize. And that when its guard is down, he'll freeze it with a freeze ray gun. I have no idea. They,
1: they were really funny in the actually.
2: <laughs> yes, Jacob. Th-
1: this may be a dumb question, but how did they know that Magmar was down there?
0: We didn't see that at all. They just magically knew what happened okay. in the previous <laughs> episode. They knew.
1: Okay, I'm not going crazy here. They just knew oh my God, I magically can't
2: believe that. I didn't know that. I didn't even realize that. Oh, my God. You're right. Okay.
1: They just knew what was going on this whole time with Ash,
0: the camera. They knew where the gym was. They knew there was a Magmar. They knew... <laughs> Everything. Maybe they've
1: just been here a while and they've been surfacing the area and they're like, oh, you know, oh, we got it's over here, over here, over here. There's a magmar.
2: Maybe. <laughs> Could we assume that, like, some time has actually passed and maybe they overheard the twerps saying, oh, that magmar really got us good or something. Like, maybe. Maybe. I don't know.
0: Maybe they were digging with their shovels and they accidentally <laughs> fell into the volcano gym. <laughs>
1: Oh, I thought you were saying they were digging with their shovels, and they hit a spot, and there was Magmar's like face right there underneath. And they just <laughs> oh my him god! Back down.
0: They walked in on Blaine with Magmar tied up, suspended from the wall, and then they were like, "We'll come back later." It's <laughs> this circus. Yikes!
2: Away? Yikes! Well, we did. It is in BDSM gear. You did say that, so regardless, they go down. They sneak into the secret passage and go down there. Burn their hands on the door, just like Ash did. Anyway, they get into the volcano room and decide that, well, first they try to trick it with the sweepstakes shit, but it doesn't work. So then the logical thing is to freeze the fire Pokemon with ice missiles. I don't know.
1: What is that called? Liquid nitrogen? Liquid something?
2: I I don't know, but it it, it doesn't work, of course. It does not work.
0: Yeah. I just watched Jason kill a girl in space and like that in Jason okay. X. It's
1: so funny that immediately oh came my, to my that came to my head when I saw this. Yes, because <laughs> we were talking about Jason Jason X in space, and I was like, oh, remember when he stuck that girl's head in that liquid nitrogen and slams it on the yep. table? That's what I was going on. Yeah, went through my oh head
2: with my this. god, ew, gross, <laughs> brutal. Yeah,
0: can we do a podcast about Jason X real quick?
2: Sure, <laughs> good.
0: Remember that one? <laughs> no, we're not going to. do he it. He gets launched into
1: space, and the girls in the escape shuttle, and Jason somehow propels himself through space to land on the escape ship. Yes. It was epic. Yeah.
2: Okay, that sounds awful. And
0: then there was the robot chick. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was a robot
0: cyborg. She, she was like a sexy robot lady who, yeah. Hi, like, yeah, karate chops him. Okay. Is this
2: the same movie? This is very weird.
0: Yeah, this is all over the. It's all over the place. Okay. I apologize for my use of the word "sexy robot chick."
2: Okay, you're forgiven. Eh,
0: Blaine's got one
2: he has a sexy robot shit ch- okay we're moving on <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's mewtwo
2: <laughs> oh my god
0: <laughs> it makes so
2: much sense he's tied up next to the agamar oh, some ex machina
0: stuff going on
2: oh my god you guys
0: oh my god it's mecha mewtwo from pokemon live
2: oh, oh my gosh the puzzle the puzzle's coming together blaine's into some freaky freaky deaky shit
0: jacob have you seen pokemon live no you're in for a treat we'll get there Actually, no, you're not. not I'm looking forward
2: to it. It's so fantastic. You just wait and see.
0: I'd rather watch Jason X 10 times than watch Pokemon Live again.
2: Oh, that's unfair. I can't believe you're not a fan of the Giovanni song. That makes it for me. You just wait.
0: Giovanni's the next gym leader. We gotta focus on Blaine now. Yes, okay.
2: (laughs) Back to Blaine. Well, first of all, back to Magmar and Team Rocket. So... Magmar, like, thaws itself out of this ice block, because of course it does, and Team Rocket, in a panic, decides to shoot the missiles at everything, all the surfaces of this volcano, and like Jacob said in the 30-second summary, there's a chain reaction that gets set off because the extreme freezing and the cooling down of the hot rocks apparently make it start crumbling and sets off a volcanic reaction. I don't know if that would happen in real life, but that's what's happening here.
1: The one time I saw some firefighters go into a volcano and try to do that, it happened. Yeah, exactly. Confirmed. Was this an episode of 911 Lone Star? No, Reno 911. Oh, okay. <laughs> Close.
2: <laughs> the Torps and Blaine feel the volcano rumbling to life, so they go and investigate, and they're like, oh my God, we're all going to die. So the only way Blaine decides that the only way that they're going to stop this force of nature from happening is to have Magmar toss boulders into the lava flow like the lava is water, like you mentioned earlier, Austin. <laughs> you could just stop it with a bunch of rocks. That's all it takes.
0: I mean I mean would that work?
2: I don't think so, but I don't know.
1: It depends on how fast how fast would it melt? Like if you're throwing the rock in there and it's melting immediately, I don't see it being effective. But if you throw it in there and it's not getting to the point where it just washes away then yeah you may be able to create some kind of blockade it wouldn't last forever though
2: i don't know I, you're talking about stopping it like a force of nature i don't think throwing some boulders into a river of lava is gonna stop an entire volcanic eruption but i'm not a volcanologist i don't know anything can somebody who's a volcano scientist chime in and let us know if throwing rocks into a volcano will stop the volcano okay so where were we magmar is trying its damnedest to like block this lava and it's becoming exhausted because everybody's just standing around watching it instead of doing anything proactive until ash decides i know i'll have charizard help well charizard is a little butthole and he comes out and does nothing he just goes to sleep but i guess he's interested in this because he's watching magmar work itself to death and decides that it's going to help at the end, as things are getting dire. This goes on for several minutes, and then everybody decides, oh, we can actually do more to help. So they let out all their Pokemon, and they all start throwing rocks into the fire.
1: This part made me so mad. Do you remember the beginning when <laughs> Pikachu runs up to the edge of the river, mm-hmm. and was it Brock or somebody, or Rash, was like, was Pikachu Blaine. Blaine, you can't help, you might melt. And so yeah. then they take a step back, and then all of a sudden it's just like all hands on deck, we don't care if you melt or whatever. There's a huge contradiction made in a short amount of time on this part. Just pointing it out there.
2: Yeah, it doesn't make any sense.
0: I think Blaine was secretly trying to destroy the town. Like Alex noted, first of all, Brock could have sent out his Geodude and Onyx at any time. And I feel like Onyx would have been especially helpful in this situation. Yes, extremely.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. But they all stand around until the very last second because we don't know why. Um, But apparently this is enough. This is enough to stop this volcanic eruption entirely. And the day is saved. Hooray. So Ash thinks to himself (laughs) that this was enough to earn him a badge. But it wasn't. Blaine is like, no, are you crazy? I'll let you battle me again but I'm not just going to give you a badge. So then we have the rematch. Magmar versus Charizard.
1: Some call it the best
0: battle ever made. They are incorrect. But it's the best battle so far. Yeah, the
2: best battle so, so, far, so far. So far,
0: I mean, in the previous episode, we had the ride-on lightning situation and the Magmar Airline's shit.
2: That was both garbage. Ride-on, uh, yeah, exactly. Its ability literally is lightning rod, in which it can't take damage from electricity. And Airline's is a fake thing that makes no sense. So both terrible. So then we have the epic battle: Charizard or Magmar pulls Charizard down into the lava pit, and somehow it's able to withstand being submerged in the lava for an extended period of time.
1: Pokemon Snap vibes. Pokemon what? Snap. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: So then Ash thinks Charizard's dad. He starts crying about it. And then Misty and Brock are like, wait, look. And then Charizard jumps out of the lava with magma on its back. And it flies up into the air and does seismic toss on it. Is this the first time it uses seismic toss or did it use it before?
0: I think it's the first time.
1: Yeah. This is the one where he goes around the world, right? Yeah. They show him like encompassing Iconic. the world. Yeah.
2: Seismic Toss is a good move.
1: It's so extra. I love it. Yeah, it's like a DBZ thing.
2: <laughs> Charizard is extra. Anyway, Charizard uses Seismic Toss, throws Magmar into the volcano, and causes a nuclear explosion, and seemingly wins until Magmar jumps back out of the volcano and stands there until it passes out. Hooray, Ash actually did win.
1: Woo, way to go, Ash. You finally Hooray. won a battle. Yay. With
2: Charizard, no less. Yes. Good job, Ash. And then he gets the volcano badge.
1: And now we're, we're one away from being a champion.
2: Yes. And that was it. That was the volcanic panic episode.
1: What was the most panicky part of the episode for
0: you, Austin? It was after the episode when we couldn't get together to record this episode, this podcast episode multiple times. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. All right. Yeah.
2: Well, we Thank you for sharing it. that. We fixed it.
0: We fixed it. We're here now. I will point out, Alex, you jumped, you jumped over a couple of my favorite bits. What? Tell us. One of them's going to be mentioned later, but the other one's the last bit where they all decide to go to Viridian City.
2: When did they say that? Maybe that was at the very end when my internet crapped out.
0: It was the last thing that happened.
2: Well, then that's why I missed it. I apologize.
1: And wherever we go is wherever we're going to go at this point for me with these people. We're going to get there eventually.
2: With these people. (laughs) Any other thoughts on this episode?
1: I'm good if y'all are good. I'm saving mine. I'm saving mine. Okay. Saving it. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's move on to our quotes and our MVP and LVP. Ooh, I get to start off with, uh, Alex and then Austin. Okay. Our job is to take the bit that Austin wants to mention, Alex. Okay. (laughs) Go for it. (laughs) All right. So for all Canic Panic, my quote comes from our favorite character, James when they freeze magmar and he goes oh look a frozen magmarita god
2: damn it <laughs> jacob god <laughs>
1: that was the best one yep uh, that was the
2: best part of the episode okay uh.
1: and my mvp is magmar for stepping up and trying to you know, blame would appreciate this he's trying to clog all the holes
2: ah. oh my god
1: so good for magmar stepping up by himself initially to take the initiative and he did the majority of the work so he's my mvp And then my LVP, I mentioned this a little earlier, is Brock and the Twerps for just using their Pokemon at the last second when they initially could have used them at the beginning to help solve this issue. This always happens. They come in at the very end and think they saved the day. Mm -hmm. So those people are my
0: LVP. So for research purposes, is this Brock or is it Twerps? Or is it Brock and Twerps? We'll do
1: for, uh, I'll do Brock. I'll keep it narrow. I'll keep it narrow for other people. Brock. Okay.
2: (laughs) Poor Brock. Okay, since Jacob took the best quote of the whole episode, I'll go with when they run into the volcano. Blaine and, and Ash and Misty and Brock, they all run in. And Blaine says, ice in a volcano? That's freezer burn. And then mm-hmm. Ash says, maybe you should cool it with the jokes. hey MVP, I'll give it to Charizard this episode. I feel like Charizard's gotten a bad rap so far because he's disobedient and rude. But he d- he held back that fire blast with his bare hands somehow, and I thought that was pretty impressive. How do you hold back fire with your bare hands? And then he, like, flipped it into the air.
1: Some DBZ stuff right there. Yeah.
2: And LVP, I'm going to give it to Blaine in this episode, because I know Austin mentioned this in the first half of this, but he built his gym inside a volcano. Then he decides to hold a rematch above the mouth of the volcano. Like, that's better somehow. I don't know. And also the bad riddles that he does all the time. Yep. Yep.
0: Double Mm. LVP for Blaine this podcast Mm. episode. Well,
2: he's a He's deserving
0: of it. (sighs) Gym leaders, what what are you going to do? They're all terrible. (laughs) They're all awful. Okay, my turn. My quote's a whole thing. It's a scene at the end of the episode when they decide they're going to go to Viridian City. Ash says to Misty, How come you never told me about any gyms when we were back in Viridian City? Misty says, because we were arguing back then, remember? Gee, what was I so mad at you about anyway? Brock says, don't you remember? You were mad at Ash because he destroyed your... And Ash goes, ah, ah, that's ancient history. Let's hit the road to Viridian City. <laughs> and then Misty screams, I remember now. You're going to pay me back for my bike, Ash Ketchum.
2: Oh my god. So I thought that was cute. I missed that I was whole cute. part. That sucks. I
0: do I do remember that now. I like that. I thought you showed all the personalities on display. And Veronica Taylor did a great job of screaming, which I poorly tried to imitate just now. (laughs) My MVP is going to be Ash, because he won a badge, and because, we didn't mention this earlier, during the sequence when Brock and them are sending out their Pokemon, there's a funny little bit where Psyduck runs from side to side of the screen, and Misty chases after him. Then we see Jigglypuff run across the screen, and Ash chases after Jigglypuff. If Jigglypuff had started to sing during that moment, they would all be dead. Jigglypuff would have caused a mass cataclysm of, of that island. <laughs> oh, today. wow, that's a good catch. Yeah, so Ash seemingly stopped Jigglypuff off screen, so he gets the MVP award for that one. Good
2: catch, I didn't notice that.
0: Good way to catch mm-hmm. them all. My LVP, this is a stretch, but this is really my one of my last chances to do this. My LVP is Starmy because <laughs> Misty says she's going to send out Starmie to cool off the Pokemon who are trying to stop the volcano. But she sends out Staryu. So Starmie gets the LVP for one last Starmie-Staryu confusion.
2: Poor thing. And for
0: not contributing.
1: It's the last one ever. (laughs) And for not contributing. Last one ever. Oh, goodness. Well, I think that wraps up Volcanic Panic, unless there's any more thoughts or concerns. All righty. Austin, would you like to mention the next episodes we're going to be discussing? Uh, no, I don't know what they are. Okay.
2: <laughs> Tune in I don't next know. week for a complete surprise. Yes, it's <laughs>
1: probably the ones after this. Are you trying, yep. trying to gather them real quick,
0: or should I go ahead and. Uh, I'm trying, I'm trying. Okay, we'll talk. Uh, so, okay. Beach, beach Blankout Blastoise and the Misty Mermaid. Alright, the Beach Blackout Blastoise. What is it? Blankout. Blankout. Blanca Oh like Beach Blanket
1: Oh Beach Blanket Blastoise And then What's the next one Misty Mermaid Misty Mermaid Misty Mermaid So Mm.
2: the water episodes Following the fire episodes
1: They are on an island That's true We're going to cover All the elements here Going from fire to water Got that to look forward to Next week and with that, I guess I will go ahead and close us out here. So we'd like to say thank you all for listening and be sure to leave us a five-star rating. And if you have any questions or comments for the show, be sure to send them to pan at gmail.com. That's pan at gmail.com. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at outofdryingpan. Again, that's outofdryingpan. And join us next time as the journey continues.